great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Monday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The week is off to a start. And uh, if you're out there driving, I, I know in some of the boroughs, it, it looks like it's crystal clear. But in the, some of the suburbs, please be careful because in Rockland, it was uh it was the snow was uh sticking and it was icy driving in so please 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 be careful this morning we continue where i left off last week because i'm still pissed off and it doesn't make any sense the prisoner swap with russia defies logic and makes absolutely no sense so before i get to that let me uh make this point I rarely sit down and watch television. But this weekend, I watched NCIS Hawaii. I'm not really a fan of the show. I like NCIS Los Angeles because of LL Cool J, the rapper. And the reason why I like LL Cool J is that he doesn't fall for the nonsense of just automatically voting for Democrats. LL Cool J, for all of his popularity, does not fall for the nonsense of just voting automatically for Democrats. He supports Republicans as well. And it's not so much playing up Republicans over Democrats. It's about what's in your best interest, as I always say, each individual voter. And LL Cool J was a big supporter, believe it or not, of Governor George Pataki, a Republican. So anyway, I'm watching NCIS uh, Hawaii. And the plot was about this prop plane, if you will, crashing into the ocean, loaded with fentanyl. And the fentanyl was washing up on the shores, or on the shore, killing people. And I thought, that's Hollywood, it couldn't happen here. It stuck with me. And now we find out so that that was in the back of my mind, and now a man was caught driving two kilograms of fentanyl into Queens as the borough is dealing with a surge in overdoses. That's according to prosecutors Sunday. 31-year-old Dennis Carroll of Flanders, Long Island, is accused of transporting the deadly opioid from Suffolk County to Queens with intent to sell it. He was indicted uh, Friday on felony drug 
possession charges. Busted with the drugs, November 28th, after DEA agents and a Port Authority K-9 police dog uh, stopped him on 188th Street in Hollis. Now, the dog apparently sniffed the drugs in the trunk of the man's car, and they found two bricks of fentanyl and a shopping bag. And the drugs, which apparently have a street value of $80,000, could be split up to make as many as 20,000 counterfeit fentanyl pills, according to Queens District Attorney Melinda Katz. She says, the district attorney, that overdose fatalities are up more than 50% in Queens this year. So I'm watching NCIS Hawaii, and the people are dying on the show because of fentanyl. And I know we have a major problem uh, with fentanyl in the country, but I'm saying, no, that can't happen here. And look at the timing of this, folks. That's exactly what has happened. So according to the... District Attorney, so far, so far this year, 315 people have died in Queens of suspected drug overdoses. 315 people with fentanyl ODs accounting for more than 76% of those deaths. So let's get to uh, Brittany Griner and uh, that situation. And I, I strongly feel the same way I did last week. Why would you give up someone uh, that that that's considered uh, the merchant of death for a celebrity? Why why would you why would you do that if that's the only deal on the table? Well, then that's a deal that you pass on. We are going to discuss this this hour and taking your telephone calls eight hundred eight four eight W A B C. Eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. So, according to, and of course, the backdrop of all of this is leaving behind a U.S. Marine. That's the part that literally gets under my skin. You bring back home a basketball player, and you leave a U.S. Marine. And so according to the special envoy that went to pick her up, uh, he says that uh, Brittany uh, Griner uh, looked uh, wonderful, looked great, and seemed to be just doing fine on her flight home uh, from from Russia after spending 10 months um, in prison, and she wanted to talk to everyone. So uh, special envoy. Uh, Envoy for Hostage Affairs, Roger Carlstons, uh went on CNN and talked about when he met uh, Brittany Griner uh, on the uh, tarmac in the United uh, Arab Emirates to bring her back home. Here is what he had to say. It's always kind of a, uh, an exciting moment when you jump on the other uh, country's plane and walk up to an, a person, in this case, Brittany, and I'll tell you what I told her. I said, uh, Brittany, my name is Ambassador Roger Carstens. I'm with the U.S. Department of State. And on behalf of the President of the United States, Joe Biden, and Secretary of State Tony Blinken, I'm here to take you home. Mm. And at that moment, I think uh, every person finally starts to realize that it's going to happen. It's setting in. Certainly, Brittany felt that way. 
And at that point, we have to go through a little more of the choreography to get her on the plane. It usually takes about three minutes. But here's what I wouldn't mind telling you. When she finally got onto the U.S. plane, I said, Brittany, you must have been through a lot over the last 10 months. Uh, here's your seat. Please feel free to decompress. We'll give you your space. And she said, oh, no, I've been in prison for 10 months now listening to Russian. I want to talk. But first of all, who are these guys? And she moved right past me and went to every member on that crew, looked them in the eyes, shook their hands, and asked about them, got their names, making a personal connection with them. It was really amazing. And then later on, on an 18-hour flight, she probably spent 12 hours just, just talking. And we talked about everything under the sun. Talked about everything under the sun. But the fact of the matter is the United States Marine, the former Marine, should be home first or as part of a deal uh, with uh, the basketball player. And, uh, okay, before I get to uh, President Trump, and we're going to start with your telephone calls in just one second, the special envoy did deal with the elephant in the room. I'm very grateful that uh, President Biden allows me a chance to do this job. Uh, it's also a painful job. Uh, so when you get the chance to shake someone's hands, it's one of those rare moments that you get to celebrate a victory. But know this, even as we're welcoming someone home, we still have work to do. So as I'm shaking Brittany's hands and we're taking to the aircraft and having this great conversation, my brain's already thinking about Paul Whelan. Mm -hmm. What can we do to get him back? What's our next move? What's the strategy? What's the strategy? So it, the United States of America has to come up with a strategy to bring Mr. Whelan home but the Marine, the former Marine, but you you get uh, Brittany Griner first. It just it just doesn't make any sense. And in a moment, I'm going to go to uh, what President, former President Donald Trump had to say Sunday as it relates to this issue. But let's start with your telephone calls. Let's go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind, Dominic? I've been giving this some careful thought and. Even though initially I th I thought we should have made a trade only for Waylon. At this point, I think we shouldn't have made a trade at all. Period. Um, unless it would have been Waylon, and well, even if it was with uh, Waylon and Griner, and this is why, considering whom the Russians got in exchange, uh, I, I think I think we had the ace in the hole, as it were, in terms we had this high-profile target the Russians were interested in. Agreed. And we, should, we, and we should have asked for a lot more. If there were any other Americans being held hostage by the Russians, they should have also been included in the deal, in addition to Griner and Whelan, in my opinion. Um, what, what, I, what I don't understand, John, is this sets up a situation to other countries now that they too can uh, take U.S. citizens, I and, agree with you completely. And 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 the United States of America is going to get the short end of the stick. And it, the part that bothers me about this, John, is that I thought that the U.S. is in the position of power, and the way this is played out. It was Russia accepting or rejecting. And I just have a tremendous problem with that. I agree with you. Thank well, you. Thank you. Thank you, John. We will see how, how uh, all of this is going to play out. Let me give the uh, 
Let me give the Biden administration a benefit of the doubt. Maybe they know something that I don't know where they're going to bring Mr. Whalen home very soon. Maybe. I doubt it. I mean, as the kids would say, I, I, and I hate to say this, I really believe the United States of America went for the okie doke. Let's get the celebrity. Let's bring the basketball player back home. The African-American woman who happens to be gay. It'll be great for our base. Let's go to Neil. Neil on Staten Island. Good morning, Neil. What's on your mind? Well, we start with the president. The president hasn't made a correct foreign policy decision since he's been in office. He's a buffoon when it comes to foreign policy. The reason they let Brittany out is because she's an un-American. She would take a knee during the national anthem. She advocated for the national anthem not to be played uh, before the games. Uh, she's not only a black lesbian, which is fine, but she's a Democrat, while Paul Whelan's a, a Republican. So uh, she's the perfect one to let out and let this guy ride in jail. It's just the way this administration is, and that's the way that it keep on being, Dominic. Well, Neil, uh, in, from your perspective, does this hurt the United States on the world stage? I don't think they care about the world stage. This is an administration that do whatever the heck they want. They'll lie to anybody. They're the most dishonest people there are. It's just a disgraceful, uh, a disgraceful administration, Dominic. Well, Neil, you know, I, I, I'm trying to find something uh, to give the administration credit for. And, and, and I, I left uh, for the weekend hoping that, that maybe I could find some silver lining in all of this and that my perspective on this would change, but, 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 it, but it has not. It has not. Neil, I, I really uh, thank you for your telephone call, and you have a wonderful morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Steve in Rockland County. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi. You know, Dominic, I think you must have missed it because Paul Whalen's sister weighed in on this, and her beef is that Donald Trump didn't lift a finger to do anything to help her brother. All right, maybe you missed that. No, 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 Steve, Steve, Steve. Uh, President Mm -hmm. Trump, the former president, was is clear on this matter. And I'm going to go uh, through through uh, what he had to say in just a moment. But Mr. Trump says that he turned down deals for the merchant of death. And he says that the reason why he turned them down, I'll give you his exact language in a few minutes, is because. Uh, that that he has killed untold numbers of people with his arms deals. Now, are you going to tell me, Steve, that doesn't make sense? I'm telling you that Paul Whalen's sister said that Donald Trump didn't do it. I'm, I'm just repeating what she said. Maybe she's a liar. Well, it, no, it's not. it's not about being a liar. Okay, so here's what I'm asking, Steve. My interpretation of what you're saying to me is you're saying no. And and this is what happens all the time. You're saying to me, no, don't don't look at Biden. Look at Trump. That's what you're saying. I'm I'm saying no, no, no. I'm not saying that. Paul Whelan's sister is saying that. Okay. as soon as she saw what Trump said, she said, you know what? He's a lot of hot air. That's not true. He didn't do anything to help Paul Whelan. Okay, but my brother. Okay, so okay, maybe so, you missed it. No, I didn't. Nat, you've said that five times, Steve. I've heard Sorry. you every single time that you said it. Okay, but but your 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 comment is standing behind the sister. 
Was this a good trade? This, did this make sense? That's the bottom line These of what I'm asking you. Oh, Dominic, going back to the, going back to the Cold War, you and I both know, you know, you know, that these are never good trades, all right? They're not, all right? Okay, but, but so, so uh, Steve, I'm just trying to get you to tell me your opinion. My opinion is, my opinion is that they said, look, that, that, that this, this madman, this, this maniacal tyrant, the Hitler of the 21st century, Vladimir Putin, he's like a vampire, all right? And he wants blood. And, he, and this woman was like, a, a, what do you call that, a civilian combatant? You know, she was, she was just taken hostage as leverage because he knew what he was going to do. Okay, he Steve, knew what he was Steve, do when Steve, he Steve, Steve, for now the yeah. third time, I just want you to answer the question. I don't need you to give me the backdrop. Okay, what, okay. Was it a What's good deal? Was it a good deal? In your Again, opinion. In my opinion, these are ne- – all right. Here's here's the side of it that no one's talking about. That the okay, guy – Okay, was, wait, Steve, Steve, Steve. Seven years. Steve, 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 Steve. This is the last time I'm – Steve, this is the last time I'm going to ask you. Are you willing to answer the question? I don't need the backdrop. I don't need the history lessons. Just please tell me, because by, by your non-answer, I already know what you're really saying. It's not a non-answer. Oh, my God, it's not a non-answer. First of all, I said they're never good deals, and second of all, it's better than nothing, isn't it? Right, right. So I knew what that's you what your against, opinion. How I, about this? Why don't you answer my question? What do you have against bringing home any American under these conditions? We, what we, is your beef? Okay, my beef, and I, I think I've been very clear, Steve, as it relates to this. My beef is that you don't you don't bring home a WNBA basketball player to score cheap political points and leave a former Marine sitting there. It just you doesn't get pass. Him. What if they didn't want to so, let him go? Okay, so what then, are you talking? So then wow. you don't. So then you don't do the deal. Who, who has the Who has the power here? Russia or the United States? So then you don't do the deal, which is what I said, what Trump did. So you don't do the deal. You let them sit there Uh-oh. until Russia. Hey, Steve, I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. You got it. And thank you, and have a good morning. Let's go to our friend David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? All right. Good morning, Dominic. I'll answer the question that the last caller apparently had a great difficulty with. Okay. I never like these deals. And I think he was hinting at this. All of these deals are bad. And the problem is the country that takes the citizens of another country hostage, they're the ones holding the cards. Because this individual, this merchant of death, whatever they're calling him these days, he would be released in six years anyway when his time was up. He'd be deported back to Russia. So they would just have to wait six years to get him back. Okay, so our hands were pretty much tied, no, and they apparently no. gave us an ultimatum. So wait, David, wait, 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 David, Either, wait, yeah, David, yeah, you, you just you just said the hands are tied of the country that that the individual is taken, right? So why? What, I want you to continue, but why are the why is it the U.S. hands are tied? You just sit on this. You don't make the deal. Period. But then what happens is your citizen remains – and again, you know, I know you keep dismissing this, but the fact that this woman was black and female 
worked against her as far as being kept in a Russian prison. Russian prisons are bad enough if you're white, but if you're black, forget it. There have been Africans who have been taken into custody in Russia who have been killed in Ukraine because they'd rather go and fight for Russia in Ukraine than stay in a Russian prison, okay? African citizens have been killed in Ukraine because they've been fighting for Russia to stay out of Russian prison. That's how bad they are, okay? So, 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 wait, so wait, David, if, if Russia is as, uh, as bad for people of color as you say, why, why did she go there then to play basketball? Because they, when you're an athlete and you're getting paid uh, money. And again, oh, so you want it both ways now. You, you want it no, both I, ways. It, it, listen, if you go you know out, basketball players should be paid equally to the men so no, they don't no. have to go on these tours okay. to make money. Okay, but but listen, but but David, but you can't have it both ways. You just said your words, not mine. You just said that Russia is is essentially you just said Russia is not good for people of color and that and and that bad things can happen. That's what you just said, right? Well, yeah. Listen. As a private citizen, I would never go to Russia. They have gangs of neo-Nazi skinheads roaming the streets of Moscow and St. Petersburg who have beaten up black people and killed them, okay? I would never go to Russia. That's a decision that she made for financial reasons, and, you know, she paid the price. She was in a Russian prison for 10 months. They were going to keep her for nine years if they had their way, okay? I give credit— the president knew when this happened he was going to take heat. And I'll say this too. The Russians are very well aware of our domestic politics, and they knew exactly what would happen if they sent a black woman home instead of this former Marine who, by the way, was dishonorably discharged after being court-martialed for committing multiple crimes that would have landed him in an American prison if he had done them as a civilian. Let's be clear on that. Okay, so, okay, David, so this wait, guy's no saint. So wait, wait, D- David, do me a favor. Um, well, M- Mr. Whalen says that if that's who you're referring to, he says he yeah. doesn't know what he's in jail for. But just hold on. I want to see maybe if if another caller can reach you because maybe maybe I'm just not uh, uh, connecting. So I want you to hold on for just one second, and I want to bring in Denise on Long Island. So Denise, you say this was a bad deal. A very bad deal. Okay, so, so, da- so I'm David. A sick, okay, I'm sorry, and I hope you feel better. So, David in the Bronx is listening to you right, right now. All right. So, you explain to him why well, it's a bad okay. deal. No, I'm not going to explain to him because he's not, he's, not, he's not the type of person who's going to listen or understand. He's got his point of view. I've got my point of view. That's all I want. I don't want to speak to David. I don't want any part of David because I never agree with David. Okay. Okay. So, when so you give hold me. An so, ace, they, so, when they, you they, hold an ace. Go ahead. When you hold an ace. Okay. Thank you. Thank, that's my point. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank you. Okay. When you hold an ace. Okay. And you do. You're the United States of America. You're supposed to have a strong leader. First of all, we have a feeble-minded leader to begin with, that admits to the fact that he made the deal, of political reasons. Number one, she's gay. She's a basketball star, but she's gay and she's black, and it's for political reasons only. So she doesn't love this country, so he did it for political reasons only. That's it. So when you hold an ace, then you play the cards all the way, and you say, bad deal, 
I hold the ace. You, you, you uh, make the deal in my favor. Oh, there's no deal. Well, Denise, I I do hope that you feel better, and I thank you for the call. Thank you so much, Denise. You made the point. David, just hold on. I'm going to bring in Jennifer. Maybe Jennifer can uh, reach uh, your perspective, and I'm going to go back to you in a second, David. But Denise just articulated exactly where I'm coming from, and frankly, she did a better job of explaining it than I did. If you hold the ace... And the other side has a three three of diamonds or three of clubs or two of clubs. Why would you give up your best when you've got the winning hand? And, and not only do you have who they want. So, Jennifer, David is listening to you. You go right ahead, please. And, and then I'm going to bring David back in to see what he has to say. Go right ahead, please. Uh, good morning, and good morning to David. David, good morning. <laughs> David will not agree with anything I say, and he thinks I'm a racist, so that's his that's his prerogative. But I will say this: um, I think it's a great strength for Donald Trump to not make that deal. It would have been a lot easier for him to make the deal and give that uh, guy boot back, and he didn't. And I think, as you and I talked at uh, the end of last week, I think it was absolutely the right thing that Trump did. I wouldn't have cared if it was Biden. I would have applauded Biden for doing it. Strength is strength. You lead from strength, not from a position of weakness. And that's what Biden has done. That's what he did in Afghanistan with that horrific debacle. That's why we had 13 Americans dead and many hundreds of Afghanis uh, severely injured and some of them dead as well. So I I just find the whole thing, his whole this, these policies of his and this decision-making is so misguided as far as I'm concerned. Okay. And, it's led. Okay. and one, one last thing, if I could, what Van Jones said about bringing her home says everything I, I, to me. Yeah, I, I don't know what Van Jones said. Well, I, I don't, I don't, wait, 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 Jennifer, wait, wait, wait. I, I don't live my life based on what Van Jones says. He's, he's entitled to an opinion just like you are, just like I am. Just hold on for a mm-hmm. second. David oh, in sure. the Bronx, I want you to re- – you just heard Jennifer. She's on the line live. I want you to counter what she just said in, in terms of how you feel in your heart. Okay. What the Russians actually are attempting to do is divide this country. They've been doing it for years, and this is part of their strategy because they knew immediately, and it took minutes after this woman was released before people started pointing fingers. Okay. They knew that was going to happen, and I'm sure the president knew it was going to happen too, but he's willing to take the heat, as am I. Now, as far as President Trump goes, this gentleman, Whelan, was taken into custody when Trump was president. Okay, He was tried and convicted when Trump was president, and President Trump never mentioned the man's name one time. Not a single time. Okay, but okay, but David, but David, you don't see that. What if you if you're saying to Russia, no, I'm not doing this deal. Why would you play it up and give the Russians credit? I mean, I I don't understand what you're saying. I'm not giving the Russians. Listen, what the Russians are. Listen, I am no friend of Russia, unlike some other people on this station. Okay, Russia is one of the worst dictatorships on the planet. They are an enemy of the United States, and they understand every chance they get. And that's what they've done with this deal. I personally, if it was me in charge of the White House, wouldn't have done it, okay? That's a fact. I wouldn't have done it. 
But I also would have made sure that Americans weren't going to Russia in the first place. There should be a travel ban. We should practically not even have diplomatic relations with him anymore. But, you know, I just want to bring up something because people keep saying that President Biden is so weak and he's horrible and this, that, and the other thing. You know what? A lot of people forget about Otto Warmbier, who was taken into custody by North Korea and returned during the Trump administration in a in a, a brain dead in a coma, and he died less than a week after he's returned. Donald Trump authorized a $2 million payment to North Korea to pay for his alleged hospital care when he was over there. You call that strength? What did we get for that? I, I, do, I, do, Trump, I do call that strength. I, to, to be honest really? with you, David, I do. Because normally, the, okay, 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 wait, 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 David, can, can I, can I respond, please? please and the, please, please, let, please let, let me, let me tell you why it's a position of strength. Cash is normally involved in these types of deals. We just don't hear about it. And so it, it's unfortunate that the man came back the way that he did. But if the president of the United States is trying to, uh, deal with getting him home with the cash payment. What? Well, how do you think these deals are done, David? They, just hold on for one second, Jennifer, because I've got to move on. I want you to respond to what David just said, please. Well, I, I think what you said, first of all, I think that what uh, the North Korea situation you brought up with Otto, I think the president did the exact right thing. And again, if it was uh Clinton, Obama, whoever, I would say when right is right, wrong is wrong. I say that to you all the time, Dominic. And I think, unfortunately, people are looking somehow like Biden is victimized for this. Biden made the choices he made. And it's all well and good that we can disagree with him, whether Russia thinks we will or not. We have to speak up. You know, they always said we don't negotiate with terrorists in this country, but we do. And we know we negotiate with uh, evildoers on all fronts now. And um, we don't we don't approach uh, our international relations through a position of strength um, the way, for instance, Reagan would have in the way I believe Trump did. And I think that's the strong hand we need because I think they can smell weakness. Um, yes, and that's, I, that's I agree with you. OK, so so, Jennifer, I, I thank you for the call. I'm going to give David the final word. I'm over my uh, my break time here. David, you have the final word, but please, it has to be quick. Go ahead. OK. Yeah, as far as, you know, she brought up Ronald Reagan, and I'll just say this very quickly. We're all old enough to remember what happened in Lebanon when the terrorists blew up over 200 of our Marines. What did Ronald Reagan do? He pulled out immediately, okay? So let's not point the – we always point the finger at one side or the other. Let's be consistent. That's the one thing I try to do is be consistent in my criticism on both sides. You know, your other callers, oh – Trump was this was so wonderful, and Ronald Reagan was so wonderful. Well, guess what? Obama did good things. By President Biden has done good things. Jimmy Carter did a couple of good things. So let's be fair, okay? That's all I'm asking for is let's be consistent and fair. Thank you. Okay, thank you for the call, David. I'm I see all of your calls, folks. We're going to get to them. I've got to take a break first, but I'm looking at an email from Michael Pagan uh, in in Florida. And he says, Dominic, uh, Steve sounded unhinged over this swap. It seems pretty clear. We traded a guy who will go on to possibly kill lots of people for someone who can dunk a basketball. Definitely not a fair trade. This definitely seems like another political stunt by the hapless uh, Biden administration. And, And, folks, no matter how you slice this apple, 
a man that's been convicted of conspiring to kill Americans in large numbers versus a WNBA basketball player. She's an American. She has every right to be brought home, but not before a United States Marine. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to Florida, Manhattan, New Jersey, Brooklyn, and I'm going to talk with Audrey. Audrey uh, last week said she couldn't get through, and she disagreed with me on on reparations. She said, I did not know my people's history. So I'll follow up with that with her as well. We will be right back. Talk Radio 77. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm very grateful that uh, President Biden allows me a chance to do this job. Uh, It's also a painful job. Uh, So when you get the chance to shake someone's hands, it's one of those rare moments that you get to celebrate a victory. But know this, even as we're welcoming someone home, we still have work to do. So as I'm shaking Brittany's hands and we're taking to the aircraft and having this great conversation, my brain's already thinking about Paul Whelan. What can we do to get him back? What's our next move? What's the strategy? The ambassador describing uh, the situation as far as this uh, prisoner swap with uh, Russia, and it's one that gets under my skin because, to me, it makes no sense, no sense whatsoever. You bring home the U.S. Marine first, and the basketball player should have been part of that deal or the deal after. Let's go to, well, wait a minute. Before I go to uh, Audrey in Brooklyn, I do want to, I just received a uh, an email from our friend Sal, who is a friend of the program, and he says, Hi, Dominic, I think the problem is that, Rus- that while Russia and China, for that matter, operate from a position of strength, the United States operates from a position of Biden. The Biden administration, and he capitalizes, cannot Tell the difference between the world stage and a Broadway stage. That's from uh, Sal. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. How are you this morning? Good morning. I wish I could say I'm feeling fantastic, but I picked up some bug. Oh, yeah. I was around. You know how children with the snotty nose. All the children down south had snotty nose and colds. Oh boy. Oh boy. COVID testing is not COVID, but um, I'm feeling I'm feeling better. I have an appointment tomorrow anyway. But um, what did I call for? One, that swap stuff, the guy that they didn't bring home, wasn't he a, a, a spy, a confuser of, of espionage? That's spying, right? The, the veteran, the, the Marine? Okay, but, but in my book, but in my, but in my book, Audrey, that's even more reason that you bring him home first. Okay. Assuming but, but, that it's a buy into your argument. But go ahead. Okay, I'll ask you again. So he was he was convicted of spying, and that um, been over what? How many years now? Five, four years. She went over there with some from weed, so they say, and she was gay and she was black, and she's a homosexual. So the the trade to me, either way, is is, is not a trade. It's just 
I don't see how any country could just hold people because they have something over them. This whole thing, no one will ever know unless they're the president or in that, that administration of what's really going down. And I just wish them all well. But um, take that booster. Please take your booster. I know you haven't taken it. Take oh, the booster. I, I haven't taken it on dream. <laughs> some Some of our callers here have gotten through to me, and I, I, I haven't taken it. And I, I hope I don't regret okay. it. But wait okay. now. But wait now. Let, let's go back. So you, you sent me a, uh email last week. And and you said that you couldn't get through, but you basically essentially said that I was dead wrong on reparations. I'm against reparations. I believe you're for them. And you said that I don't know the history of my people. And wh- what history is that? First of all, that's your interpretation. What I emailed is the fact that um, I didn't say you didn't know your history because I know you do, but the, it's not a handout. And um, the reason why I'm, I'm up for it, reparations doesn't have to be dollars or anything. It's the fact of just playing Monopoly with the same amount of uh, money everybody else got. We've been playing Monopoly in this country for over three, 400 years, and we never got um, any money. We was playing blind. So let's just be fair. And, you know, it's not like this country was here and built by itself. And if we just get past that and all this other nonsense, they can call it what it wants, reparation. But when you said that, I was like, Dominic, Dominic can really be serious. I saw the photo, and I, and, and I know you're from the Bronx, so you, I know you're of the, 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 the Maryland consuasion, but I just felt that you were sort of playing up to something I didn't understand. So what happened is I was just trying to find out if you really meant what you said. That you well, I, 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 Audrey, I, I don't say it unless I mean it. Uh, n- 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 number one, but wait, 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 wait. But but number two, and, and with all due respect, could it possibly be that I'm operating on a level on this one issue that very few of our people can understand and that I see the detriment to doing so? First of all, Audrey, you yeah. and I both know, and I'm coming back to the deal in Russia and to the calls we have from Florida to Manhattan to Brooklyn. But you and I both know, how how are you going to determine who's the head of a household? You and I both know that families will fight bitterly for that distinction. You and I both know that in nine out of ten cases, the money Calm will down. be gone. The money will be gone in less than three months. And then what? <coughs> you keep saying money. It don't have to be money. You know, it, it you know, it's not money. I don't think it's money. It don't have to be money. So what? About, okay. So what should it be? What should it be? Quality of education and health issues and everything that everyone you know that that's been sort of negated. You know, money is not ever going to be the issue. Not but Audrey, money, but Audrey, but look at the money that's spent education. now. Look at the money now that's spent on education. What right? money? Oh. <laughs> did you read my last text? Was I mentioned oh. I'm please pay for me to go to NYU, and I asked you, did you think that was a handout? Okay, wait, 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 wait. First of all, Audrey, I receive a lot of texts and a lot of emails. So I I don't know anything about NYU. Say that one more time. I sent this, uh, the last text um, uh, for Thursday night or whatever. I asked you, did you consider um, me uh, this a handout because Sotheby's paid for me to go to NYU? And I asked you, did you think that was a handout? Because I didn't ask you. Wait, wait. You said someone paid for you to go to NYU. Is that considered a handout? Right? Sotheby's. You ever heard of Sotheby's? Yes. The the auction block? Yes. 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 Okay. I worked there in the 70s, and I was blessed to to go to NYU. They paid for four years of it. 
So well, I, I would I would be I would be a total hypocrite if I said that I don't support that because that's exactly the type of way that I went to college. Okay, so I, do you consider that a handout? No, I can I consider okay. that a, a, a lift up. I consider that a lift up. But 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 Audrey, at some point, and I got to move on and get back to Russia. Okay. Thank you for the call. At okay. some point, at some point, Audrey, we're gonna have to be real for why kids, and I'll be honest, kids of color, not all, are not doing as well in the school system. Thank you for the call, Audrey. But at some point, we're going to have to be real about that. At some point, we're going to have to be real about some of these educators these days that, that are sent to schools. They just don't have the ability. They're not the educators of yesteryear. One day we're going to have to be real about that. We're going to have to be real. There are so many dynamics to this, but I, I'm going to stick on Russia for right now. Let's go to Corey in Florida. Good morning, Corey. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Pleasure and honor always. Thank you. Please go uh, right ahead. Yes. So generally I don't believe in uh, negotiating with terrorists, um, and it's kind of what they're doing. Uh I don't know the background of the Marine. Um, it's possible he could have gone to the CIA, and he was actually caught, in which case they'd send black ops to rescue. Or it's known, if you get caught, you're on your own. That's why they get paid. and they. But to trade for a basketball player for a mass murderer, and this guy who's a warlord, I want 15, you know, high-ranking officials. You know that these these two are not the only ones they're holding. I'm listening, That's my Corey. Opinion. Okay, all right. That's well, okay. Well, Corey, I I thank you. I thank you for the call, folks. I'm late for another commercial break. So we're going to do that. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, more of your telephone calls. We're going to go to Michael in Manhattan, Stu in Brooklyn, among the other calls. We will be right back. WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's Frank Bruno law.com frank bruno he's your numero uno these are the chronicles of dominic carter on 77 wabc appreciate what you have while you have it i've been making this point for years regarding the great nypd and now what's happening what's happening folks Police officers that are not appreciated in this city are leaving for higher pay, better jobs, not as much risk to their lives. Morale, we already know, is horrible. And so the NYPD is losing officers. And guess what? Six of the nine cops 
just hired in Danbury, Connecticut, our former NYPD officer. Six of the nine. Danbury, a beautiful um, city, town, city, about 50 miles north of uh, the Big Apple. Not as much crime, better pay for its officers. The new Connecticut officers will make between 63000 and 74000 a year compared to 42000 jumping to 85000 after five and a half years in New York City. But the catch is you've got to make it to the five and a half years. And in New York City, you have kids up in your face telling you what the law is, what you can't do, how they're going to disrespect you, blowing a weed in your face. Why would you deal with that when you can go to a place like Danbury, Connecticut? And guess what? It's cheaper to live there. The average monthly cost of a one-bedroom apartment in New York City is about $3,900 in Danbury, the average cost for a one-bedroom is $1,800. So you do the math. That's a $2,000 a month difference after tax dollars, real tax dollars. We are discussing the trade, the prisoner swap with Russia. It defies any logic. It makes no sense. Let's go to Michael in Manhattan. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Michael, are you there? Okay, one, two, we're going. Let's go to Stu in Brooklyn. And, folks, we are taking your telephone calls at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Stu. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Go right ahead, please. Dominic, we hype about the merchant of death. Obama released billions of dollars to a regime that's responsible for more death and destruction than destruction than the Max Boot. And I'm sure Mr. Boot was told before uh, he uh, was released that if he goes back into his old business, the first time he sticks his head up, a contractor is going to blow it off. And as far as negotiating with the Russians are concerned, we have no idea of what the negotiations might have entailed. For example, did they negotiate high Mars or reducing the number of high Mars we're sending to the Ukraine or making sure that they have limited range that could never reach a Russian target inside of Russia? This is very, very complicated stuff. And to put or to try to look into it is ridiculous because you're never going to know what the, the truth is behind this. Getting that girl back, who cares? She's a lesbian. She's black. So what? And as far as the Marine is concerned, we don't know that this whole story about his being convicted of larceny and getting dishonorable discharge isn't part of a, uh, <clears throat> a legend they created for him so he could infiltrate into some of the uh, other organizations. We, we don't you, know what you, Stu, 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 you're, you're right. We don't know all the circumstances, and we won't know all the circumstances. But what about wh- how this looks around the world? It looks like Russia is coming from the position of strength, and the U.S. is coming from the position of weakness. Can you deny that? 
Dominic, you're a very, very smart guy and very well educated. Stu? Okay, well, Stu, I... Oh, who wait. said that? Wait, wait. You know who said that? Wait, I, Stu, we didn't hear what you said, but go ahead. I said, uh, someone once said, millions for defense, but not a penny for, tri- for tribute. It was a president of the United States who said that. That was Thomas Jefferson negotiating to get captives back from the Barbary pirates about in the... Uh, about the 1800s. So the idea, and what happened was, in spite of what he said, we we're negotiating to give the money to get our people back secretly. So we have no idea what is going on. We can speculate. I'm glad this kid is back. I'd like to see the Marine get back, whether he's a spy, whatever he is, he's still an American citizen. But right. in terms That's of the negotiating, line. yeah, and in terms of negotiating, we haven't a clue as to what the truth is, and you're never going to know, more than likely. Okay. Well, Stu, I appreciate uh, your two cents on this. Ralph in Yorktown. Good morning, Ralph. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How are you doing, Dominic? I'm doing well. Go right ahead, please. Uh, first first of all, it made this country look like a friggin' joke. You don't negotiate with terrorists. And Russia is a terrorist state. You know, it's it's insane. And first of all, what I would do, I would send the black ops in undercover. There's no and get him get him out right away. Yeah, well, that that Ralph is easier it, said than done. How are they going to storm a prison? Should be over there. You know. Right. Okay. Well, I, I, I hear you, Ralph. Um, you know, the whole thing is just a, uh, a mess. Thank you for the call, Ralph. And we are still taking your calls, folks. 800-848-WABC on this Russia prisoner swap. 800-848-9222. We will do so until the top of the hour. That's when Frank Marano and the other side of midnight will begin, and I'm joined right now by Frank Morano. Good Hello, morning to Dominic. you. Hello, Dominic. So how was your weekend? Not bad, not bad. My uh, son is a little under the weather, so uh, we, oh, we, end up, we ended up canceling some of the things that we had planned for this weekend, but, uh, you know, all good, all good. Is Carmine okay? Yeah, he's going to be fine. We, okay. uh, we've okay. been getting him some baby Tylenol. And uh, so he had a fever. He's doing better now. So he's going to be fine. Okay. Well, we'll Thank take you. that. We'll take that. Because I'm looking forward to that first Little League baseball game. Hey, I'm counting on you to be there. I made an arrangement with South Shore Little League to have you throw out the first pitch. <laughs> no, what's going to happen before we get to your topics? <laughs> your wife, Rachel's going to look at you and go, oh, Frank, um, I think you need to come down. Because <laughs> I'll be the guy when he's at bat. I'll, I'll be the guy saying, that was a ball. That was a ball. And if, it, if it comes right over the plate, that was another ball up. What are you doing? I'll, I'll be that guy. Unless he's pitching. Then you'll be on the other side. It right? was yeah. a strike. It was a strike. 
What do you have coming up this week? All right. We've got a lot to get to. Uh, I'll uh, give some interesting stories from throughout the weekend. I'm going to be talking about this uh, party switch by Senator Kirsten Cinema, And I'm going to be joined by a gentleman that knows talk radio better than anybody, uh, Dr. Brian Rosenwald, who wrote the book Talk Radio's America. We're going to do commendations as we do each and every Monday. And uh, I've got some other fun things that are that are in the hopper that I think people are really going to enjoy as well. So, uh, so we'll see. Anything can happen in the next four hours. That's for sure. Interesting. What do you make of this party switch? I know you're going to uh, for cinema. I know yeah. you're going to talk about it. But, but what, what's your? Uh... Well, I I I think that um, uh, one. It's clear that she did not have a great path ahead of her in the Democratic Party, right? And that's a shame, right? Because. I think this, uh, her and Jeff Flake on the Republican side, that is exactly the kind of politician we want more of. We want more people who are independent-minded, who, who don't necessarily march in lockstep with their party's leadership on things. And it's a shame to think that these people uh, have no chance of ever being renominated. So I, uh, I'm hoping that maybe it was done for political expediency, but I'm hoping that it leads to more politicians that fe- that live in constant fear of a primary, m- more politicians. Do, going the same route and being independent. So we'll see. You and I haven't had time to talk about this in the final seconds that we have left. I, I, I'm not on board with this prisoner swap uh, with Russia. What, what's your take on it? Well, I, I think uh, it obviously would have been nice to have uh, Paul Whelan home, but I think a lot of the criticism about the uh, Brittany Griner situation has to do with the fact that Biden did it. I suspect that a lot of the people criticizing it, not you, but a lot of the people criticizing it, they would be praising Trump's deal making if he had made the same deal. Mm, that's interesting. That is very interesting. Well, Frank Morano, uh, you just heard the man. He's coming up in just seconds. Coming up right now, news headlines with Alex Barnard and then the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. Have a great day, folks. We'll do this all over again in about 24 hours.